Hello, welcome back, everyone. We are at we are on another episode of It's Personal, and I am again always excited as normal um, about our guest today. I'm not like, I'm not going to talk too much about her because I'm going to allow allow her to introduce herself. Um, but one of the reasons why I enjoy her so much is because she is so funny. It's about to get personal. She's not just a great educator, but she is vibrant. She definitely shows her personality in the classroom. And this is just me looking online because I've never been in her classroom before. So I'm super <laughs> excited for our guest today. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Esther Brunat. <laughs> okay, so um, I am Asian American. This is my seventh year teaching. I'm a math, a high school math teacher to be um, specific. Uh, I live in sunny South Florida most of my life. I taught overseas my first three years in Panama City, Panama. Um, and it's been a fun ride. So uh, that's, yeah, that's a little bit about me. I love my family a lot. Um, relationships are very important to me. Uh, finding my best life, you know, laughing my way through it. That's, that's basically my, my life. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so um, I always ask this question, and so far there's one. I wouldn't say that they are winning by a lot, but there's one favorite amongst these okay. two individuals. Um, and I always ask, regardless of who the person is, um, and there has to be some sort of justification behind it as well. So I always ask Tupac or Biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and why do you say, and why do you say that? He is the overall favorite right now. Because the black of the day. Just- <laughs> and this is why I love her so much. <laughs> boom, bam, bop, bada bop, boom, pow. Oh! We're just gonna leave it at that. We are going yep. to leave it at that. <laughs> Nothing else necessary. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about like what did your childhood look like when you were younger? Um, okay, so because I grew because I'm Haitian American, both my parents are Haitian immigrants. Um, so like my life like growing up was my, my parents were were really wanted to try to keep their culture mm-hmm. so they were like you know we're Haitian you know so um that that was really and and because we're Christians like and my mom is like a strict Christian mm-hmm. so the way she she like was like really about like that so <laughs> I always laughed because like when I was going to school I went to a public school that did not have uniform mm-hmm. but because in Haiti they had uniforms and my parents were like education is the key to everything mm-hmm. my mom made us wear uniforms like to a non- oh wow <laughs> <laughs> So, like, when I'm, like, shopping and stuff like that, I'm like, guys, don't bother me about what I want to buy. I had to wear uniforms, so now is the time where I get to, like, express my feelings. 
I know. It was wild. <laughs> that is amazing. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm very, very, very <laughs> Wow. Um, <laughs> so it was like little stuff like that. Um, that they were they were very much like get your good grades, like they mm-hmm. did not mess around with that. Um, and my dad was very like we would spend weeknights at the library. Like mm-hmm. books are your friend. That's what my dad used to always say. And mm-hmm. he used to like if we dropped a book on the floor, God forbid, like it was a friend. Like you can't drop a book on the floor floor. Mm-hmm. Like so it was stuff like that mm-hmm. on the, during the summers. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. We would go to the library. My dad would give us book reports, like, for fun. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> were they into education? Was your, was, were your parents, like, were they in, like, education? My or? dad in Haiti was the director of a school. Well, there you go. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, so we were, education was life, church was life, and um, we, we did what our parents asked us to do, mm-hmm. or else, like. <laughs> I totally understand that. Like, <laughs> um, I, my parents definitely had, I wouldn't even say they were rules, they're just like expectations. Like, right, that's you know a what I mean? Great way to put that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't like, and they always said, like, you don't have to do any of these things, but, like, there's going to be some sort of consequence <laughs> like regardless like and maybe that consequence doesn't come from us but like there's going to be something that happens regardless of whether you choose to decide to follow what we're asking you to do or not um and i i, I always like look back on that and i i feel like that was a great way to help me learn because often well I wouldn't say often but there's times where I was like okay well I'm not going to listen I'm going to just go off and do whatever it is that I wanted to and then something would happen or I'd ask for help and they'd be like well what what happened like we already talked to you about this like do you know what I mean yeah Yeah. so I totally understand where you're coming from I totally do (laughs) and you say did you say you had a brother I have two older brothers. Two older brothers. Okay. And how was that growing up? Um, when I was growing up, I think I wanted a sister for a really long time. Oh. That's typical. <laughs> um, but then as I grew up, I started to realize that like growing up with two boys, like I had to kind of hold one. Sure. And I, because my brothers are both really good men, like I and my and I was and I had a great dad growing up, like. I realized, I was like, wow, this might not be a bad, like, setup. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, totally. You know, so I don't accept crap from people, you know. Um, I be hold my own mm-hmm. and, you know, still am a confident female, mm-hmm. you know, who believes she can do stuff because people pushed her to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I loved it. And, I, and, and now, like, when I have my own kids, I think the same thing. I was like, I want one girl. Mm-hmm. So I can braid her hair, and mm-hmm. then the rest of them can be boys. boys. It's fine. <laughs> of course, of course. Would you say that obviously, it, it sounds like, and maybe part of why, like your dad was heavily into education. Um, was that one of the reasons why you became a teacher? 
Yes, subconsciously. Yeah. Okay, so my dad, I guess, had been feeding me that my whole life, <laughs> but I didn't realize it <laughs> until like after I had made my own decisions, thinking it was my own decision, and then I was like, wait, no, I think I've been groomed for this. <laughs> and my dad will even be like, now nah. he's like, oh, I'm so glad you picked that career, because especially being like a math teacher, he's like, because you're always gonna have a job. So he's like. He's like, it's so good that you're a math teacher, like uh-huh. not just a teacher, but a math teacher. So, <laughs> so did sorry, did you say he was into math as well? No, I mean in, in Haiti, like you kind of have to be like good at everything. Sure. <laughs> like at school, like they're uh-huh. very uh, strict and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But no, um, he was just a director. I'm not really sure if he had like a specific subject that mm-hmm. you had to because uh, school works differently there. Sure. Um, or whatever. But he was he wanted me to be a math teacher because uh, he knew the demand would would always be there for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and you love it. I do. I can I, tell. Math is like it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Makes sense, uh-huh. and my kids like even though they don't love math as much as much as I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it helps to have somebody who does like it in the classroom. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always telling my kids, I'm like, listen, I know you don't like the subject, but at least you like me. Yes, of course, and then <laughs> like, it makes it easier, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So obviously, there's I can, you have. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming you have multiple family members that are still there. I'm assuming. Yes, on my mom's side, everybody's in the States, but um, on my dad's side, all of his siblings that are still alive still, still live there. in Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, what was it like, go, like, well, you said when you went to school, you had on a uniform. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what was it like in school? Like, did you have... I think I've I've been on a few podcasts as well, and sometimes they ask like, "Who's your favorite teacher?" Which is like such a, it's, I love the question, but it's hard to answer at times as right. well. Um, but what would you say your school look your, your schooling look like? Um, um. Okay, so I went to I went to two different elementary schools, and the first one we went to was like down the street from my house. Um, it was pretty diverse. Like in, in South Florida, like if you're in the right pocket, you'll probably, a lot of schools are probably really evenly distributed, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a good thing. Um, so, I mean, I just felt like, besides the fact that I was wearing a uniform, once, once I got over that, like once everybody else got over that, like it was just a normal kind of upbringing. Yeah. I wasn't popular, but I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. um, not popular either, you know. I just kind of made friends with who wanted to make friends with me. I was liked. Um, um, probably every now and then somebody maybe wanted to say something uh, that was mean, but they were just being, you know, silly or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I can't really remember any profound moments of dislike um, that, like, stuck with me or anything like that. Um, sure. But I will answer my favorite teacher question. <laughs> Good for like you. When in fourth grade, I moved to a magnet school. Mm-hmm. So the magnet school looked widely different. There was only black kids. There was one white kid in the whole fifth grade. Oh, I wow. remember her. Yes. Um, but that's why I was magnet, right? Because uh-huh. I was trying to divert. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so um, my fifth grade teacher, Dyra Lewis, I will never forget it. My dad worked at the school. He wasn't an, He wasn't a teacher. He was like a like a parent liaison or something Uh like that. 
that made it easier to get into the school. But my fifth grade teacher started to notice that I was going blind. She was like, you're squinting a lot. Oh, wow. And um, she's like, hey, why don't you try a pair of my glasses on? She had two pairs of glasses, one of them in her drawer. She took the ones off her face and she gave them to me. And then I could see. Are you serious? <laughs> so when she told her, she told my dad when he came to pick me up. And so obviously my parents took me to the eye doctor. And um, I went, they were like, okay, pick out some glasses. And she had these like black frames, like before black frames were cool. Uh-huh. And um, and so when I was picking out my own glasses, I picked out some black frames. Of course she just did. Like of course she did. Of course she did. <laughs> And um, I went back to school, and everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, you have the same classes as Miss Lewis!" And I was like, "So proud!" <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember her like that was when I didn't realize I was good at math until very old in life. But when I look back, I was like, "Yo, I was actually good at math." Like mm-hmm. she would teach us subtraction, subtraction of like unlike denominators, which was like super hard. But I remember this moment like perfectly in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was the only one in the class who like did it perfectly. And uh-huh. she was like, I'm impressed. Ah, <laughs> it's so you good. Know, so I just always wanted to like keep impressing her. I think I scored like a 98% job. Wow. Like something wild like that. Wow. <laughs> it's so crazy like that you had that like, I don't know, I... I I think about like experiences and how powerful they are, but like mm-hmm. if and it goes both ways, it can be positive or negative. But that's obviously such a like positive experience. Like you'll never, right. forget, you'll never forget that, right? Like that's something you'll never yeah, forget. No. Yeah, no, it stuck with me. That's so good. Well, so what? What else did she do besides like? It seems like she was like someone who consistently tried to motivate you to do well. Like what? Yeah. Um, I re- I just remember her being vibrant, uh-huh. like, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. her personality, she was a Delta, like, and she made us make sure that she knew, like, she was uh-huh. a Delta. So she taught us about sororities and fraternities. Um, she made us learn the Greek alphabet by some song. That I don't remember, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been really impressed. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I like happened to land like on Mardi Gras week but she let us know like from the beginning of the year she's like guys I always go to Mardi Gras in New Orleans like I'm not going to be here that week that is awesome and I was like oh my gosh Miss Lewis isn't here I think that's probably why I like scored so high because I was like she's not here but I gotta make her proud of course of course you do that's <laughs> <laughs> so good um <laughs> So, yeah, I, that's what I remember. I just remember her just being, like, she was live. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> would, who, like, who were your, like, who were your friends in those classes? Like, who would you say people that you, like, remember, like, either hanging out with or having conversations with? Man, from elementary school, I do not remember. Really? Like, like that. Yeah, I really don't. I think in middle school, uh-huh. I started to, like, remember, like, people and and like the people that I used to ha- hang out with. Mm-hmm. Like I remember um, in middle school, there's a girl named Tasha 
uh, who and, and Yannick and Martin, like that's the era of my life when I was like, oh yeah, friends. Like I still uh-huh. know those people on Facebook or like Instagram sure. and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. um, I think it was, I think we flocked to each other. We were all Caribbean. Um, so they were Jamaican, two of them were Jamaican, another girl was Haitian. So it was like two Jamaicans and two Haitians mm-hmm. hanging out together. Of course, of course. Uh, right, <laughs> like, you know. Um, and it was all, we were like all the same. We were all pretty good students. Mm-hmm. Our parents were all pretty involved in our lives, like, and were really about education. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like you kind of flock to people kind of like that. You do. You know? So. Your com- makes you comfortable, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So. And you said, um, I remember you saying your dad would often just like give you books and like make you do um, like, um, what do you call them? Like book reports. Book reports, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what type of books did you read when you were growing up? It's like I read Babysitter's Club, Uh Goosebumps. Of course. Um, all those like typical books that you read when you were younger. And it was just fun to kind of go through the series. Um, I'm trying to think of other series that I went through. Um, there was this series I went through called, it was like British though. Um, man, it was about, it was like bangs. It was about a girl like learning to kiss or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like kind of like books that like, uh, man, I'm going to read this book, but, like, I know my parents would be, like, kind of, like, oh, what are you reading? That's why, like, I hit it, you know? <laughs> that is so good. Reading. <laughs> that is so good. That so, is so I mean, good. I, I was a reader when I was growing up. I mean, I don't know if it was by choice or by force, but I read. <laughs> And even if it was by force, it's kind of like, well, I turned out pretty good, so. Exactly, exactly. I don't think anybody grows up and says, man, my parents made me read too much books. Exactly, like, who says that? Like, come on. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, so what would you say, like, if, if. if you were to, t- if I was to talk to like those friends that you said either they were in middle school or high school, and I was to ask them like, who was Esther? Like who who was she? who was she in school? Um, what type of person was she? What do you think they'd say? Or what would you um, what would you like for them to say? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that they would say I was fun to mm-hmm. be around. Um, that I was chill, but they would also say that I was, was loud. Um, <laughs> whether or not I wanted them to, I'm pretty sure. I mean, everybody says that even now. You know, uh-huh. like she got a big laugh, like she, and she likes to laugh. Like, uh-huh. um, so, and I would hope that they would say that I was like I was also a good friend. Mm-hmm. A, a loyalty if nothing else you know what I mean so. yeah yeah that's good though I think those are all like really great qualities and you need friends who are going to be 
loud and willing to laugh yeah. and like willing to have fun. But at the same time, I think you set that example. Like you said, all of your friends, if you guys did good in school, like that's like the kicker. Like all of you guys are doing your thing, but at the same time, you know how to bring it back, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of all that. Yeah, you, exactly. Right? Because I got in trouble for talking a lot. Of course. Like if I got in trouble, that was it. Like, yeah. Esther talks too much, but my grades were right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but check out those grades. <laughs> right. And I try to tell my students that, like, um, like sometimes they'll like try to come beg for grades or whatever, uh-huh. and they're like, oh, but I'm a good student. And I'm like, why do you think behavior has any bearing on your grade? Like, yeah. and it may be because it's been, they've been trained to think, you know, good student means quiet student mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i try to i try to be that on my kids all the time you know they'll be like oh, you think such and such is a good student i'm like yeah they study they do their work but they're always loud and talking yeah those, those are mutually exclusive <laughs> totally like that's their personality like you can't stop them from doing that <laughs> exactly i don't <laughs> and you're probably looking at them saying like you know what and that was me like you are me <laughs> Right. Ezra, I just have a few more questions for you, okay? Um, Mm -hmm. Because you're an educator, obviously, I always ask this question to teachers who are in the system right now. Um, What are some of the things that you see um, that are extremely important in education right now? Like, what are what are some of those things that you believe? Like, what are your like non negotiables in education right now? Um, so I think right now I really do love the wave of like this whole self-care, this whole, um, teachers loving their jobs, teachers being like supporting other teachers and like giving other, giving advice to other teachers, sharing, Mm -hmm. collaborating. I know in the last year since like social media is a big part of this movement Mm -hmm. and, um, in the last year I've really benefited from that and I think it's important because like when I talk to people who are my age about their high school teachers or whatever they're like yeah my my high school teacher was not happy to be there Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um and they and they talk about how they were just like you need to sit down you need to do your work I'm gonna get my paycheck no matter what like Mm -hmm. and um so I think it's important that teachers love to be teachers now with that being said, I know the the job is hard, so I think it's like important for teachers to find their happy sure. in that space, mm-hmm. you know. And that looks differently for everybody, but a part I think <clears throat> success in the classroom has a lot to do with a teacher's uh, motivation to be there and their attitude towards being there for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. But happiness, I think over everything like it's so so important um in life it really really is um and last question for you okay uh what if you could tell educators out there um anything right now like what would you what would you share with with educators um and it could be anything i think happiness what you just mentioned was obviously something that is very important um, but what would you share with them if you could share anything right now? Um, I would have people to be themselves in the classroom. Mm. Uh, I would tell people to, um, I always tell people to find your funny because like 
the kids, like kids are kids and they're hilarious and they're always going to do something to whether like it or not, whether it's not you're just trying to crack a smile. Yeah. Because sometimes they do something like I do smile at me, but <laughs> <laughs> you can't help it. <laughs> you can't, right? You totally can't. <laughs> So to enjoy those moments, like, and not, you know, yeah, for me, it's like just finding that enjoyment, whether it's like, oh, we've been doing a lot for a few days. For me, it is really just like finding ways to make it not just for the kids, but for you Mm -hmm. as an educator. because you want to like have something to look forward to like do. In, while you're teaching throughout the day so um yeah for me it's just finding those things to look forward to so whether that's a funny thing that the kids say whether that's you know planning it in your lesson plan whether that's just taking a five minute break and being like hey somebody tell me a joke or yeah. let me tell you guys a joke <laughs> yeah no totally i totally agree with you i think it's sometimes just like I don't know what, like lightening up a little bit, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, Because, like you said, they are kids. Even in high school, they're kids. Like, they are young. They're still learning, figuring themselves out. Personalities changing every day. Um, Let's let's try not to make school something stressful (laughs) for them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I totally... people find you you mentioned it a little bit earlier can you just share like your handle again um just yes. so people can make sure they kind of contact you you can definitely find me on instagram 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 at esther brunat e-s-t-h-e-r-b-r-u-n-a-t um, at esther brunat e-s-t-h-e-r-b-r-u-n-a-t you can find me everywhere there I'm on Twitter, being snuggy on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, yeah, that's basically where you can find me. And I'm going to put a little plug in there. Esther's one of those people where, like, you can, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but you <laughs> honestly, like, you message, like, I messaged you like, a handful of times before, just like, I don't even know what it was, like, hey, or like, how you doing, whatever. You message Hi. back every single time like every single time Um, (laughs) and I think that for someone who is who is consistently 
pumping out content that is like very good and people are listening and you're sharing, like you're busy. I totally get like you're extremely busy, but to be able to contact someone and then have them like reply is, it means a lot. It really, really does. So I'm not saying everyone just bombard Esther with like questions, <laughs> but I am saying she is one of those people that she like genuinely will care. Um, and genuinely try to help you if you ask for something. So um, I appreciate that. No, That's true. It, it is true. It really, really is true. Um, so Esther, thank you so much for coming on. Uh,